always wanted to start a podcast because I thought I had amazing friends. I believe in their stories. Like I believe in their dreams and their ambitions that they have. And that's something I inspired for myself and something that I couldn't find within. Welcome guys to the Work Talk Lift podcast. I'm your guest host, Louisa. And a little bit about me, I'm a recent Emory University graduate. I study business and actually Joe and I are the same year and we go way back in high school and we're still good friends today. So I'm so honored to be here. And the, the reason for this episode is I thought it'd be a great idea to ask Joe today the motivation behind this podcast because the man behind the scenes. So Joe, what motivated you? What inspired you? What What's the purpose of this and why now? I was originally inspired because I've always like dreamed of, of things for myself, obviously, but I'm a very op- optimistic person for people, not necessarily for myself. And I've always wanted to start a podcast because I thought, I had amazing friends and I truly believe I have amazing friends and they have amazing stories. And the reason why I'm friends with like certain people is because I believe in their stories. Like I believe in their dreams and their ambitions that they have. And that's something I inspired for myself and something that I couldn't find within. It was a long process for the podcast to actually get started. Like um, I tried starting like different startups before, but um, for the podcast to get started, I think it was really hard because um, it required me to take initiative, I guess, and kind of dive deeper into why I'm really starting the podcast. And I was always afraid to take initiative for myself. And um, this podcast, as much as I want it to be a platform for other people, for all a lot of like collegiate students that are struggling their lives i think it's really a kind of exposure therapy for me to kind of face my fears and Mm. like starting the podcast the first episode with you that was my first step into um Mm -hmm. being fearless because i quarantine kind of put me into a place where i was so scared that i couldn't be more scared than i was like they're like it's just I was I'm just so scared. That's it. Like like there's no point mm-hmm. past that. And I hit rock bottom so hard that like you know like you're laying on the ground and it's the ground. Like you can't go like there's no underground. You know, like and you just look up and um you're either gonna stay on the ground or you're just gonna you you're you're forced to be fearless because you have nothing mm-hmm. else to lose. So yeah, so that's why I was. So no, actually, that's, that's interesting. Um, you pointed out that you wanted to create a space for other people so you're creating value for your audience right but you mentioned that this was sort of your outlet to create value for yourself actually so would you say that it's giving you some sort of purpose some sort of direction or how does that relate to if it does your identity yeah um so I really feel like the podcast kind of emphasizes like the, the the important second half of my journey, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick overview, I think, of myself. Um, I think the first half of my life, ever since I was a kid, like I grew up in like a pretty um, unfortunate environment that I think no child should grow up in. But like 
you know, due to circumstances, like, you know, I, I, I haven't struggled the most, obviously. There's more people that struggle more than me. But I grew up in a pretty, like, hostile and violent environment, you know. Um, and uh, I was always told, like, as a little kid, it's always your fault. Or, like, whenever fights would happen, it would they would be talking about, like, oh, my God, it's because we have a kid. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> I've... Um, yeah, I've always since I was little, I was uh, like I was bullied too as a, as a child, and like um, it was kind of a reinforcing factor where like I was everyone told me that I had no value and that I was um, yeah that I was just kind of worthless. So whenever I dreamed, like as a kid, like I never dreamed. I dreamed about a future, but I never dreamed about a future that's, like, five years or ten years or, like, what I want to do when I grow up. I would always dream about the next day. Like, I just wanted peace the next day, you know? I just wanted to be, I think, not the problem the next day. And, um, uh, yeah. Well, later down the road, I eventually went to, like, college, right? And then um, even college, like, I... I, I don't think I really wanted to go to college because um, it's crazy. I've been telling people, like, for a long time that I wanted to die at, like, 22 or, like, 21. I said if I make it to that age, I think I'd be, like, um, that's it. I kind of fulfilled my life. And I just wanted to fix the problems at home and mend whatever relationships are at home because I think one thing that I really wanted from watching movies actually was like a happy family and i thought i was holding everyone back from going to that happy place so um yeah i went through a lot of phases as a child like i was like suicidal i was depressed like um like i i took drugs i did drugs like i smoked like you know like cigarettes and just like i like i try to find like fulfillments in my life to kind of make up for whatever I thought I lacked. And, um, like, I got into a lot of relationships. You know what I mean? I, I thought, like, maybe if I can't find people that love me at home, maybe I can find people that love me outside. Which is why, like, after being bullied for so long, I was like, I need to be an extrovert. Because, like, I'm now going to try to search for um, being worth something to someone. But those relationships would never last a long time. If I got too close, because, like, unconsciously, I would want to be as terrible as possible when they got too close. to Because I had this confirmation bias in my head that I truly believed that I was worthless and of no value. And I thought if I dragged them longer and deeper down to the road with me in a relationship, that uh, they'll eventually come to that point. And, like, in a relationship, you never want to be the one to to be broken up with you want to break up with that person so like in my mind like uh, i wanted to break up with them friendships or relationships and uh yeah i was just a i think a shitty person to a lot of people that were close to me so um but that was to reinforce the fact that i knew i was shitty and i was obsessed with closure that way because like i wanted to hear them say that i was a shitty person to be like yeah like you know what i mean like keep telling me and sometimes like i would agitate things just so, like, I can hear it and, like, seriously believe that. And um, the closer I got to, like, 21, 22, 
I I think I had like a like I felt like I was having a midlife crisis because I was like oh my god like I might actually like live past this age coming close to my 21st birthday I started to dream about who I wanted to be as a person mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to not be a an, a dick or a jerk and um so I would literally be obsessed and watch people and role models that had good character and funny enough they'd be comedians and they would be athletes so like Don Rickles is someone who I looked up to Robin Williams is someone I looked up to Robin Williams to me I think is one of the greatest role models I look up to because he was in so much self-pain he was fighting so many self-demons which I felt like I could relate to yet he wanted to make everyone happy and smile and it's crazy because I related to him so much that um, he, I feel like he, he had so much talent, but he really couldn't come to a place where he thought his life was more valuable than his distaste for life itself. And he tried to make whatever, because uh, to him, I, I feel like it felt like it was so hard living, but even in his suffering and living, he wanted to make people happy and smile. And um, those are the people that I just like watch, like just interviews and how they acted and how they behaved mm-hmm. and like the stuff that they did with their lives, like, especially Don Rickles. He's like an OG comedian. You guys should look him up. Like he roasted like Frank Sinatra and whatnot, but he there are people like comedians strangely enough they they're so they admit that they're so broken that um they don't want anyone else to be as broken so they try mm-hmm. to make jokes from that and um yeah i was a, i don't know you always knew me as a goofy kid i think i think i was funny but i don't think i'm that funny but <laughs> yeah I'm like cheerful hey podcast is pretty much exposure therapy and mm-hmm. it's me kind of learning from other people like what makes them click like what makes them kind of like dream about mm-hmm. who they want to be and yeah. like why they want to be that person why they like certain musicians why they like certain like movie artists and like mm-hmm. this season specifically is really targeted towards um that which is why it's called chasing dreams so yeah I see. so joe how old are you now again 23 yeah i don't like mentioning my age oh i really i really feel like i'm 15 inside but yeah i'm 23 (laughs) i'm kidding you're 23 you know you went through so much in your life i can definitely say i i can't i can't even imagine right and it's built this really strong character and i think a really important takeaway from today's episode is that it's a work in progress and you don't have everything figured out. So what would you say to anyone that's watching this thinking, you know, everyone around me has a direction. They have a dream. They just know. They they have a motivation, inspiration, but I'm not getting there like everyone else. So what would you say to someone who might still be in that work in progress like you are? Don't listen to my advice because I'm working on it. <laughs> That's number one. But uh, what I would tell is uh, 
quarantine definitely put us in a tricky situation where we're forced to deal with ourselves because we're so isolated, right? So that means you, you, you're forced to challenge and you're, face, you're forced to face your inner demons. And I would recommend that you really process your feelings and you process like what makes you click and you have an honest uh, conversation with your own psychology, um, the way you think, the way you are. And um, know that you can be wrong. Know that you can be wrong. Um, and it's hard to believe that you're wrong because I sincerely believe that uh, I'm a shitty person I have no value but I know that something's wrong with me so um, it's okay to say that you're wrong and if try to study or try to listen to people that you think have it right but also know that they're human too, no matter who your idols are. So one thing I told myself was because at a point I was so obsessed with becoming someone that I thought was perfect, but realizing that like coming to a point that they're not perfect and I need to be who I am is I think very important. So instead of saying they're my idols and my heroes, I started to say that they're my role models, right? Someone that I can achieve and um, I know it's hard, but sometimes you gotta kind of lie to yourself to kind of get over that hump and just have honest conversations with yourself, you know. And um, yeah, get a good friend like Lisa. <laughs> Thank you so much oh, for for having me on as a guest. Of course, on your own podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Joe. I think this episode will be very helpful for anyone, and I'm glad we sort of had the opportunity to deep dive into what the podcast really stands for you and your personal reasons and for other people it's it's so much bigger than what you see online so thanks so much joe for today um have a good one thank you